The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Thank you, Alliance. Our wake-up song for 2023 by the natives known Alliance. You know, I brought that up just now in an email. Somebody said, you know, uh, they brought up the idea. It said, uh, it's actually right in front of me. One of the reasons people are upset with Bud Light is the fact that the transgender support can was released four days after a member of that community murdered three children. Bad timing. Poor taste. Uh, It should have been delayed. I know the extent of the event is much greater, but go down the rabbit hole with me. Four days after 9-11, would it have been okay for any company to release a product in support of Muslims? Jeez, it's a good question. I don't think so. Here's another thing. How about this one? With all of the, uh, you know, stereotypes and misery that surrounds the relationship between Native Americans and beer, what if you put, you know, tribal logos on the beer cans? I know one group that would eat it up and love it, but it would probably be pretty insensitive to a group of people that have been ravaged by it thanks to Whitey. Or a series of uh, uh, famous chiefs. Right, right. It's not a it's not a good connection. So yeah, there's just just keep you know put you can't put cars on beer cans. They're sensitive to all sorts of stuff like that. We've had how many meetings where it's like ah oh, it's a, a beer promotion. You can't you don't want to start adding cars or traveling or this that. I'm like, yeah, that's true. And you keep kids away or there's nothing about you know you know making it close to nineteen twenty year old idea. You just, you just, you have to be so careful. And beer companies are the ones most careful about it. Another email said it's great. He said, all this is uh, garbage uh, politics. Uh, always pay attention to the hand you're not looking at. Yeah, it's a sleight of hand. I agree with that, too. And then this one, I totally agree with. It says, I'm disgusted by these trans freaks pretending to be something you're not. That's just pure insanity. Signed, Paul Manchaka Jr. Ah, the revisit of Paul Manchaka. Good to hear from you again, Paul. Those of you forgotten, Paul Manchaka was the one who pretended to be mentally ill so he could get uh, caretakers to come to his house and wipe his ass for sexual pleasure, which was very verbal Kent. <laughs> the usual suspects when they caught him. Oh, that story's still one of my favorites. Wandering around the Is that street, him walking to his car? The lady was suspicious, so she went around the block and saw him go from complete... Sped walk to normal guy going back to his parents' house after she just wiped his ass. He would commit, put a diaper on, dump in his drawers, pretend to be completely out of his mind, have this lady come in, wash his body, and then 
payroll. It was like nineteen bucks. These, I mean, you got to the fee has got to be higher. It's got to be higher. Every time I see those mobile nurses, uh, you know, like there's a little van. Saw one yesterday. Oh, it's heading out. Oh, it's a Manchaka visit. But the commitment that Paul Manchaka had 19 times to have 19 different people show up and go, I'm loving this. Just, you know, method acting. Like he had to get in character. The doorbell would ring and he'd be like, all right. Here we go, Paul. I need help. <laughs> All right, let's lay you down. Yeah, let's lay down my diaper. It's foo. All right. How's your, where are your parents? I live alone. I'm independent. But he was going across the street to his parents' place when they weren't home. And then he'd walk away. I don't know why that dude was. And again, the person I feel most sorry for is Paul Manchaka Sr. As the news banged on his door going, can we talk about your son? And he just threw the door. No. <laughs> he wouldn't answer. He just, please go. Please go away. And I saw this story. Texas passed a thing about uh, abortion where they're going to make it tougher, like you can't get pills and stuff for it. So California ordered up a bunch of pills. Do you know how many pills California has in surplus for abortions? Enough for 20 states. Two million That's outside of their, like, what they know. They're anticipating two million tourists coming into the state to get abortions. Is that going to be part of their uh, California commercials? It's got to be. Come to California. Take a look at this. Spread your legs. We'll take care of the baby. There's a beach. Two million. I'd guess maybe 100,000 visitors. To a state, yeah. See the beaches. Look at the beautiful golf courses. Take a pill and eradicate that it's infant. Just a mound of pills. Get rid of the baby. I, it's crazy. Uh, two million extra pills to ice uh, unwanted pregnancies from people in just Texas. The mass exodus of whores heading to oh California. God, we're, we're in the line for yeah. that. We need to send Larry and every guy <laughs> we know that's single out and stand on the freeway and just wave down these. These whores on their way to California to eat baby dying pills. Now you know they put out. That's crazy. Yeah, you can be supportive mm-hmm. all the way through Blythe. You stop Absolutely. by the Carl's Jr., you get them a, a double star. You roll on over. and I don't know if you go all the way to L.A. or if you just can do it right there in Blythe. I'm not sure if you just have to cross over to California. Lines. Yeah. stop. Get the- a date shake. and then. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, you know. if you're on the 8, the Dateland shakes. I don't like dates, but those still smell good to me, and I'm not a date guy. <laughs> Stop at the QT, give them a bottle of Sprite and some Teddy Grahams to take with them, and they're all good. Well, that's right. Sprite and the Teddy Grahams are probably, a, yeah. that's an upgrade to what they'd get normally. But you got the baby eradicators just right there at the border. Two million. I, I'm naive to the idea that there's that many of those going on state by state. You had me guessing. I'd have thought maybe two million throughout the country. They got two million extra. <laughs> They're preparing for a wave because <laughs> Texas is a flowing over there. It's insane, and this tells me one thing: all those people that moved out of California to go to Texas because of the taxes now need abortions back in the state that they uh, abandoned. So they're still kind of in that purple zone. They're Texas not really just trying to get them out of there. Yeah, Texas is trying to get them get back. Them yeah, out. well, we got to ban abortion to get you Californians back home. And Gavin Newsom couldn't be faster to produce the baby killers. 
Joe Rogan moving back to L.A. <laughs> he's got to. And he's taking a <laughs> caravan of ladies behind him. Like Barnum and Bailey. It's just, look at this. We got a convoy. The convoy of mildly pregnant ladies with tears in their eyes. Heading to Blythe. This is going to be the biggest boon for uh, Blythe and... Uh, what's that one smelly place just across the border by Yuma? Oh, it's horrible over there. Calico? Or what is it? Oh, Calexico is worse. That, I don't even know. If, I that think you have salt right? and sea over there. That's what smells. That salt and sea. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh. El Centro is what I'm yeah. saying. Yes. Oh, it smells like dead goldfish. Cow poop. If I lived in El Centro, I'd abort myself. But yeah. How about that? Two million. I see that story like, I've stockpiled two million extra baby killers. <laughs> like, holy smokes. How many... Unwanted pregnancies are there. Was I mean, there, was there something about the FDA approval years ago? It, it got approved too early or something. What babies? The pill. No, oh, I don't know. Geez, I don't know. The baby smoker. They've had that RU four eighty six thing and the day after pills forever. But that's just—I mean, think about that. You've got like seventy-two hours. You don't even know you're pregnant, but they don't allow it in Texas now. You got to drive all the way to California to get one of those real fast kind of. Day after pills. I didn't know if you could make the drive that quick. You got to buy a plane ticket, land, get an appointment. Gulp. <laughs> Gulp it down. Hope it takes. <laughs> Otherwise, you have a little palm on chaka for real. Two million extra. How many abortions are going on? I always thought that crazy person outside the Home Depot on uh, Cave Creek and 7th Street with that, like, there's like 43 million a day. I'm like, that's not accurate. There's no way that's right. Uh, maybe he's right. It's nuts. It's more of a safety pill, anything, because aren't they taking it just in case? Well, there's that. So maybe I don't know, well, but just the, in case, I'm going to I'm popping one. There's the day afters. You're not allowed to have yeah. those. There's the baby slaughterers that are a little later. Look, let's be honest. That's what it is. And I'm not against it, ladies. I think it's a fine decision, and then you should be allowed to do it. Because Double Scoop Deucey was handing out the day after, yeah. right? Double Scoop, whose dad was trying to stop all birthrights. And t- yeah, he was handing out the... That was uh, the best Twitter story of two years ago, when Double Scoop Deucey giving out the he go, day after pills. I'm the only one who can get them. <laughs> yeah, the governor's son was doing that. That kind of went away, too. So, it was an effective program. <laughs> this guy's like drug dealers have to adapt Nicholas says what's up baby you want a party I got weed I got Molly I got coke I got plan B in the back of the car <laughs> you can make all sorts of poor decisions tonight no regrets yeah I didn't know I didn't know it was that important I know that you can do it I'm fine with that you do whatever you want like I've always said I'm middle of the road on abortion if I had a protest sign it would say it's your choice whore <laughs> Make, I cover all my bases with that one. You do what you want, but you are, in fact, doing something really awful. It's a terrible, terrible decision to make, but you can be, you should be allowed to do it. You know? Two million. And the I 10 is going to be packed. <laughs> think the traffic's bad now. You think it's bad now? Wait till 5 o'clock on abortion Fridays. They're going to show up on Monday. It's going to be the worst ones because that'll be like Saturday night's bad decision. Sunday, they drive through. We don't even catch them. But on Monday, they're coming back all full of tears and regrets and hormones. They hit the I-10 about 5 o'clock. It's going to be miserable.
can't get an appointment on Sunday, you got to get it Monday morning, 10 o'clock. You get your pill. You hop back in the car at 11. You leave L.A. at 11. That's six hours to Phoenix. You're going to be right in the heart of the mess. Will people be able to do the end around and, and get it at Rocky Point? You know, at the pharmacy there? <laughs> I'm stay, I am staying away from Mexican drugs. Because you think the abortion pill is bad. Wait till you have fentanyl your ovaries. Nothing about that's working for me. So, yeah, I, just, I was blown away at that number. I thought that was a fantastically large number. Turns out, evidently they need it. But, yeah, Detour Dan's going to have his hands full. Looks like one of them Monday abortion days out here. We're watching the I-10 heading east, and it is packed full of terrible decisions and women crying. Worst combination for rush hour. Holiday weekends, forget about it. <laughs> oh, man. They try to float over on Memorial Day. Got plan after B. Got plan weekend. B traffic right now. Yeah, this is why it needs to be legal. I mean, think of the traffic, please, for God's sakes. <laughs> Does New Mexico, can New Mexico legalize all this stuff? I'm not sure where they stand. We can keep them going all the way to California. I think it can happen. Uh, I think we can talk New Mexico into anything. <laughs> I always think of New Mexico, and I've been to Albuquerque a few times. I lived there when I was a kid. And that's why I don't like Mexico. It's because I've been to New Mexico. And if that's the new version, I don't even want to see the old one. If this is the upgrade, Jesus Christ. The old thing's got to be a mess. Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Anyway, uh, and then uh, Brady handed me this thing, which I find fantastic. Uh, everybody's trying to find a reason to make global warming a thing after this amazing winter. <laughs> like the drought's kind of done. <laughs> Reservoirs in California are at the fullest level they've been at in like years no they're not yes they are and they wasted a ton of it letting it flow off arguing about who gets it next um they say now that home runs are more prevalent in baseball uh because of uh not because of peds or anything it's because of global warming they think that global warming is a big play on why home runs are being hit at a higher level well, chicks dig the long ball, so spray that aerosol in the air. It makes the game better. I love baseball. If you're going to see some home runs getting out of the yard because molecules in the air are moving differently, okay. I'm fine with that. Aaron Judge's record of 62 home runs should have an asterisk next to it because uh, he hit that under the influence of a PED, a performance-enhancing disaster. Dartmouth College says that climate change is responsible for 50 more home runs per season. When the air heats up, the molecules move quicker and away from each other, and the air is less dense. That means less resistance, and the ball can go farther. Supposedly a 1% increase in the likelihood of a home run with every degree the air warms. So eventually, everything... For the dog days of summer? Yes. Yeah, well, when it gets warmer, evidently every pop fly is going out of the yard because Greta Thunberg said so. It doesn't have anything to do with all the new ballparks being like 290 feet down the lines now and Aaron Judge being seven feet tall and 300 pounds of pure muscle mass and playing in Yankee Stadium. Nothing to do with that. It's global warming. They will put global warming on anything. That, that thing sneaks into every single discussion of like air. Well, you know why they're hitting home runs, global warming. Well, then how come Mickey Mantle hit 60 and... Maris hit 61. Why did that happen? Why did Babe Ruth hit 60 with a dead 
wet baseball. Ball. Yeah. The, the bat the bat was, treated. was 600 ounces. I don't know. How, why did he hit 60? Has nothing to do about being, um, on average, maybe thrown a little harder. Yeah. And the swing speed is uh, They also a put little baseballs in humidifiers for a little while to calm them down because the baseballs were wound so tight. Live balls. Uh, steroids. Better training. Do a, yeah, better training. They're going to do it to... Um, you know, another sport is uh, golf. The swing yeah. speeds are so much; they're hitting the ball so much further. Yeah, and you you're landlocked on a lot of the courses. That's incredible. They're going to change up. Global warming has caused the the golf ball to fly a lot farther. Not because they now do computerized technology with every. It's not just a Fred Flintstone's rock on a stick like it used to be. And those guys were amazing hitting those cruddy clubs. But the courses are. It's not the course. It's global warming. Global warming is the reason the ball moves fast. Well, if, if that's true, how come my plane rides aren't quicker? Wouldn't that be yeah. nice? Yeah, wouldn't that be better? How come we're not, how come, like, I can't, like, kites aren't easier to fly? It's cooler up. <laughs> oh, because it's like, because it's an argument that They're just battling. fails immediately. No, you can't have that, though. You can't, uh, you can't argue it. It's immediately, Dartmouth College says it's global warming, and that's why Aaron Judge is a stud. I look at Aaron Judge, and I'm not, you know... I like baseball a lot. I wouldn't call myself an expert, but I'm up there. I look at Aaron Judge standing in front of me, and I don't even know if he plays baseball, but my first thought is, that guy's going to hit a lot of home runs. He's huge. That's huge, though, 1%. Yeah, it's a 1% jump. That's not, you know, it's a 1% chance. That means that one that would normally go off the wall for a ground rule double is a home run. Is over. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can't bounce him over anymore. Going to take that extra five feet to get over the yard. Well, wouldn't that mean then also that the players can jump higher to stop balls from barely going over the fence? I would think so. I think so. And you could design the cleats maybe with a new material. Yeah. It's garbage. With but it's ground. Garbage. And PF Flyers, they can run faster and jump higher, <laughs> just like PF in the, the sandlot. <laughs> PF Flyers did it. Global warming. It's everywhere. We're in transition. Uh, also... Don't say that. No, I can't. <laughs> Bud Light will get canceled. Uh, I've got three people making Al McCoy statues. Nice. Yeah, I didn't right. do this on... No, look, all I did was mention it yesterday. And I got three guys who were like, I'll do it. One guy's chipping one out of stone. Another dude's going to make some sort of a mold. Whoops, sorry. He's going to make some sort of a mold. And then uh, I got this one that says, hey, man, uh, this is Jim. He said, since my body started to break down, I've been in hell. I got a titanium knee. A 22-inch rod, 24 screws wrapped in wire, a full hip replacement. My left knee, hip, uh, they're done. Both shoulders on the horizon. I've had it. I'm ninth-generation German woodworker who grew up with first-generation Italian stepdad. Imagine the clashes in my house. But the greatest man I've ever known is my dad. Spent the last five years taking care of him. But when he passed, he wanted me to write a book or do something memorable that I can pass on. He took me to Suns games when I was six. As I said, he had season tickets for the Suns for 15 years, and we would wait around after the game to hear the post-game radio that Al did. And I used to hate it. We would sit and listen to Al McCoy's post-game after the game. I wanted to go home and do my thing. But those memories are now so precious to me uh, that I have to do something. I've done sculpting in the past, not to this magnitude, but I'm good at it. I won't show anybody until you approve it, Holmberg, but I gave you a brief history of myself because I'm bored and I have knowledge of uh, what I can do and who I am. Buck McCain is a famous Western sculptor who's done work for National Geographic and the Franklin Mint, and his studio was next door to my shop in Tucson. I lived there for 25 years and dealt with all the S that came back. 
I watched the process uh, for years. Bronze is incredibly hard, uh, but I can do it. I can do it in wood, at least. Life-size, of course, something I'm going to start today. And if it do it well, it's done. My life has been in purgatory state, and it's time I start to live again. Thanks for the inspiration. I look forward to showing you my work. I'm a listener that doesn't always agree with you, but I have the utmost respect for you, Jim. This dude awesome. was inspired by me saying build an Al McCoy statue to the point where he's, he's changing his entire life, Brady. He's going to carve himself a little Al McCoy at home out of a tree. And my guess is he's going to chainsaw out some Al McCoy, and it's going to start to look a little bit like a bear, and he's just going to make a bear. But still, <laughs> it's a thought that counts. It is the thought that counts. We've got three versions. We can put Al McCoy all over this valley. We could. We can start sticking Al McCoy everywhere. I heard Broomhead say it yesterday. He's like, if if uh, I'm thinking this, and I think he stole it, Broomhead, because he's like, they need to name a street down there by Footprint Center after Al McCoy. I'm like, I know where Broomhead got that. I we're talking about that. And he goes, but and then he threw it. He goes, uh, but if I'm thinking of it, I'm sure smarter people than me have already thought of it. I'm like, that's a <laughs> You're good, welcome. good cover, yes. buddy. Been talking about Al McCoy Street for two years. And I won't let go. But uh, now we got a dude making one out of clay or something. He's making a bust. Sounds like we got a wood version. Yeah. But I here's the other thing, though. I don't want like 100 Al McCoys given to me. What am I going to do with all that? We'll place them around the valley. We have an Al McCoy Easter keg hunt. Yeah. We have 98 That's Al McCoys actually. hidden all over the place. If you find Al McCoy's head laying around, he'll give you an extra 100 bucks or something. Shazam! It's like there's a ton of businesses that would put an Al McCoy statue. Well, we would have one here for sure in our office or in this room. I have uh, he's a broadcasting legend, and it bugs me to no end that the Suns have stuff named after WNBA players. By the way, did you guys are you all hung over after yesterday's big night for the WNBA draft? I'm shocked that I made it in today. Yeah, me too. It was a big night. I'm hoping we can end the show early. Well, we tried to get a table at the sports bar, and it was just packed and there was nowhere to sit and so we went over to another couple places but i mean as popular as that wnba is we should name streets after people no parking was a bitch oh. there's so many subarus blocking everything <laughs> yeah. up i mean i, I thought there was you know. a subaru sale yeah. at zips by my house because the parking lot was just <laughs> chock full of them yeah absolutely nobody cared about that so naming a street after diana tarasi was a woke move we got to change that Every restaurant downtown had poke bowls for lunch specials. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the whole city smelled of fish and anticipation. <laughs> what do you think the Merc are going to pick up? Oh, God. What is that smell? Is that some sort of mustard sauce with eel, ah. eel juice? And they haven't ah. even gotten their food yet. Ah. <laughs> We're at McDonald's. Why does it smell like that? Overflow the fish. But yeah, <laughs> of course you will. Look, lady, you don't even have to open your mouth. Your flannel told me you wanted. How many is all I need to know? Put up your hand. How many? What's all over your fingers? Oh, yeah, that's filet of fish juice. Heavy on the tartar. Oh, hit the tartar hard. I want a creamy fish. Oh. <laughs> I, I hope the Merck get Caitlin Clark. Oh. Mm. My mouth's getting all gummy and wet. Can't wait to dive into that fish. Anyway, nobody went to see that. So Al McCoy getting something named after him long before. Yeah. You can't smell me. I'm Caitlin Clark. It's C. What? 
Yeah, Al McCoy having a thing named after him. But watching people, uh, you know, get that inspired by just us talking about Al McCoy. And that, that's a great story. And you forget about those things. Again, I go to comfort television when I don't feel well. I'm watching a lot of Cheers, Love Boat, and that Pluto TV is the best thing I got going. And I'm watching these shows, and Frasier was on. I wasn't a huge Frasier fan. I liked little bits. It wasn't Cheers to me. But, man, it just it's nostalgic. And yesterday, oddly enough, as I'm watching an episode of Cheers, I remembered watching it with my dad. And for some odd reason, I remembered having done a bunch of yard work that day. And we and, and we, then you watched and Cheers we, after? And Cheers was on later that night. It was a Thursday evening, and I don't remember why we did it. I came home from school. He was home. And he's like, let's get this done today. And we just busted out tons of stuff in the backyard. It was like two dudes just busting their ass, making something happen, and then hitting the couch. And Cheers was on at 8. It might have even been summer. It might have been a rerun. But I remember watching it, and I was like, wow, this is a one of those oddly nostalgic episodes that is hitting me. And then I get an email from Jim, and it didn't register then. You know, you're not thinking about it then. I didn't want to do yard work. That was like a great day thinking back. This gym guy had to sit and listen to Al McCoy's post-game conference with his dad, and he was miserable about it. And now it's one of his fondest memories. Boo-hoo. Yeah, that's it. I'm saying this all because Toledo, Toledo loves these talks. <laughs> Bragger. Yeah, I mean, it's great having dad <laughs> memories. I think they're awesome. So it's going to inspire Jim to go out there and carve up a wooden Al McCoy. You got any pull with the uh, H&H Ranch HOA to get, like, a section of oh, man, the down at the concrete down there or something? You're close enough, right? Do I have any pull? <laughs> no. We just got <laughs> Hopkins might, though. He might. <laughs> he might. Doug's making me do the uh, renegotiation on the H&H Ranch this year because they're giving deals to new residents. And so I'm going to go down and play like I'm gay. <laughs> nice. And say I want, because I'm not technically on the lease. Right. So I'm like, I want on the lease. My, I'm, we're we're taking this to the next level. So I want to be part of this. I'm going to take, and I also want the deal that because I'm a new resident, because I'm being asked to move in with my my fella TV Doug Hopkins. Nice. <laughs> just to see what they say. And uh, so the only thing we got in return so far is that there's a letter that says somebody on the 16th floor is smoking too much weed. And you guys are on what floor? 16th. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh. It's like, a, and sometimes you get off the elevator and you're like, and it's not us. We don't do it. But it stinks. It's party floor. Like, well, you're not allowed to do that. It's a classy dump, and uh, you can't have weed smoke smell. Nothing but it's bud a- and twinks up on the 16th. <laughs> I roll. We roll hard with the beers. No better statement than it's a classy dump. It's a classy <laughs> dump. You can't have weed stink when you're popping out of the elevator and you're having guests over. Uh, but yeah, so they put that up. But I'm going to go down there and tell them. I'm like, look. As a new gay resident, why aren't you giving me the deal? We could uh, modify a McCoy statue, make it the valet podium, but you just put a little shelf oh. in the back. You know, it's just McCow- why Al McCoy front. They have Al standing with the valets. Because they, <laughs> they might not have a spot for him over yeah, there. You don't want to <laughs> make him seem like the world's greatest valet. Right. Yeah. No. no. You know, he's just got a microphone. Shazam! $40, please. <laughs> We'll make big money. What's your first name? Here's big, your ticket. Big money. Yeah. Whoa, brother, that's a Range Rover. <laughs> What's the statue for? He's a great broadcaster. Why is he in a valet's outfit? The guy carved a funny outfit. We don't know. 
It's not an official statue. But if you can get a statue Al McCoy done that quick, if we can get listeners motivated, damn it. And this guy says, I'm looking uh, for a rendering of Al McCoy. If I can find one, I'll make a plaque with it. Uh, and he made me, this guy made me a Steeler sign. Now I got another Al McCoy rendering, like a cut out of his head. For reference, there's a great one. At Safeco Park in Seattle, T Mobile, they put Dave Niehaus, legendary broadcaster. He just died. Passed away away about seven years ago. And they made a whole thing of him and they put in the fence, my oh my, fly away is his call. Yeah. And they put that in center field. Oh, you need beautiful. to have him you need to have Al McCoy statue somewhere near the footprint center. That's beautiful. I actually really like that. And you can and it has like the co broadcaster chair there. You yeah. can sit in it and take a picture with him. Take a picture with Braun Stavney. Yep. So you need something like that for Al. For completely. And I haven't heard a whisper of it. Like nobody's like I don't know. Well, I know maybe, people who work at the Suns and are like, they're not even unveiling anything. Maybe you just need the product. So all these people that are making stuff, you yeah. need to, we just like, need on it. a trailer down there. And That's just... it. Instead of petitions that never yep. work. Because somebody said, have all your listeners sign a petition to get the 51 named for him, which is a great idea when you think about it, because the 51 is how many years he broadcasts. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so but you get, never do they're that. never going to nope. change that. So that petition falls dead. Maybe a stretch of the 51 is the Al McCoy. Does 51 have a name? Now? Piestawa. Piestawa. Oh. Can't touch that one. Right. But he's getting his own beer now, though. Is he? Is that the Al McCoy beer? Well, that's great. Who did that? Phoenix Beer Company. Oh. Where is, is he? They? Is he in a dress or is it a... <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, brother. I'm a sister. Shazam IPA. <laughs> oh, that's great. We got to try that. Who made it? Uh, Phoenix Beer Phoenix Company. Phoenix Beer Company. They make good beer. See, that's uh, everybody wants to do a tribute and the Suns aren't doing anything. Ishbiel, get on it. Get on it. Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. We need, That's the thing. We need to inundate them with statues and busts and, like, and just flood it. They build something. I'm, I'm harping on this like crazy because I want it to get done. You need to get Colangelo in on this. It'll get done. Oh, oh yeah. His people will get that oh, yeah. done. Brady? It's so, it's already got a hotline. Yeah, yeah, get something done. But I, I've been talking about it for the longest time, and I just I hate that it's not. I hate that I don't have any idea how to get this finished. Like I want to hear the sun say they're building a statue. It's going to be unveiled on, you know, I don't know, the fifteenth of May. I don't know. You said the one guy was carving it out of marble. Is it going to be no? Like some the dude's doing a David. He's doing a stone one. I don't know what kind of stone. Like, okay. I was saying JC should uh, get the marble thing. Jesus Christ, Jerry! Oh, Jerry! I'm going to give him Barry Wood <laughs> junk though, because I mean it is Al. Come on. And there you go. I can get J. Todd Himes, my artist, to paint a big wiener version of that. Yeah. Al doesn't that deserve down. that treatment. Yes, he does. Warren Jeff's treatment and the, the Donald Trump treatment. Big dork. The, what, the, what's be, wrong with that painting? Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't want that of you? Oh, oh just, brother. Well, ask Brady. He's had it done. He knows. Yeah, Brady <laughs> had J. Todd build him a big penis. All right, I'm yeah. in the C-ring of honor. Yes, you are. <laughs> I got a Warren Jeffs. I got a Donald Trump. I got two Barry Woods. <laughs> I'm working on a couple others. Hopefully, Come on. Hopefully the other ones don't bring up trauma like the last one did uh, for J. Todd. It's fine. He's fine. He gets over it. <laughs> He's an artist. That's He's painted m- enough cranks Man, now. It's, you know, J. Todd Heim, that down. He has <laughs> mastered the art of painting a veiny one. Brady's was great. We sold that 
for That's two right. grand. That's right. Is that how much it went for? Twenty five hundred. Twenty five hundred bucks. We sold a painting Man. of naked Brady with a huge slong. And a beer can collection behind it. It was a great painting. Do we have to Dude like, bought prop it. that up on the outside outside of the door for that guy to come get? No, we met him in the in the lobby. That's right. We had it at the golf tournament That's last right. August. And we had to turn it around every once in a while. We were <laughs> right. concerned that a few sponsors weren't going to understand what we were up to. I had a, a, a one of the salespeople said, "This is a pretty conservative group here coming up." I'm like, "No conservative group is playing in this." Right. Like no group of people are like, "I've never is playing in this golf tournament." Don't worry about it. But a few of the wives weren't real like, what's that for? Like your group checks. Yeah, exactly. But this one was, they, they, everybody liked the Brady penis painting. It was very funny. In fact, even the people at the Humane Society, they held it up for a little while. They had it at their, their tent, which was hilarious. So, yeah, Toledo, I don't know what you're talking about. You, give, you paint a picture of a guy and you give him a huge schlong and he's going to be upset about it? I don't think that's a thing. No, I didn't say he'd be upset. I'm just thinking that. <laughs> yeah. Why'd you do that to me? This is embarrassing. Like, no, it's not, Al. It's a tribute to you and how it's too small. You're swinging a huge one. <laughs> it's proportionately inaccurate. <laughs> wham, bam, slam. All right. Eventually, that's all he's going to be his catchphrase. So, yeah, get somebody on this thing for Al. I want all of them. Yeah. <laughs> this guy says, have Mexicans start finding Al McCoy in their tortillas like Virgin Mary and Jesus shows up. So, yeah, just to get an Al McCoy tortilla. That's a great. Everything needs to be Al McCoy centric for the next few weeks. The playoffs start on Sunday. I mean, they technically start tonight, but for the Suns, they start Sunday. Everything needs to be Al McCoy crazy. Everything at the Suns arena needs to be Al McCoy. You have Al McCoy uh, face on, a, on the bread of your burger. Like, Spinato's is the official pizza down there. They need a Al McCoy pizzas with his face all over everything. He needs to be everywhere. He needs to know it mattered more than just this little T-shirt. But I love naming the 51 after him. Uh, they were going to name part of the 51 after Randy Johnson right. years ago. Uh, when they were looking for a new name, but then they gave that Piestwa thing over. Lockdown. Yeah, that will never move, ever. Can we name still don't call it that. station? No, no, no. Can call- we can we name things at the station after Al? Sure. Next year's honorary Al McCoy keg hunt. <laughs> we just start bringing Al into things he doesn't necessarily for want no to be reason. Part of, right? <laughs> it's the 14th annual Al McCoy Easter keg hunt, <laughs> for which I am not affiliated. <laughs> well, brother, put me in the deep freeze. Anyway, I just I it's it's been on my brain for months and months and. I just wish it was a thing. <laughs> I don't understand uh, why he would be a valet, but Brady's just looking for any place to stick an Al McCoy. <laughs> yeah. And I have him at coat check. People can throw their jackets <laughs> just, on him. What's this here at the Nordstrom's? <laughs> hey, welcome to Nordstrom's. Al McCoy. Everywhere. Gilbert Ortega out front. Well, <laughs> in a headdress. Why don't you savages go home? (laughs) That's my Al McCoy statue. Every business should be required to have an Al McCoy standing out front. Park's closed. The Al McCoy out front should have told you. Anyway, we love you, Al. And it's a great moment for that. That letter from Jim, he and his dad listening to you, you meant a lot to a lot of people. So I 
I want that. Phoenix doesn't have one of those. I don't think we'll ever have one. We've got no. I love Bob Brenly, but we don't have any broadcasters for the Diamondbacks in 25 years. Uh, Tom Brenneman, I wish he'd have stuck around here. Governor's throwing the towel in. Governor's 25 in, but did he Sun, make a mark? This is his last year. Yeah. Schulte did Suns games. People don't even remember it. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good dude. He does a nice job, but Greg Schulte is not the voice of the Diamondbacks. You don't think Greg Schulte, do you? No. And I like Greg I think Schulte. Because they just... have so many other guys that do it. Well, he's been the steady one. No, but he, like they sub in on the on the the radio broadcast. Oh, do they? I thought he was always the guy. I've never heard anybody else on there but Schulte. I like when you don't. Jeff Munn does it every once in a while when they move Schulte over to replace Perfume on mm-hmm. TV. That'll be it for Schulte, though. He's going to be done puking out words and ball players. Not going to get a championship again. Got one. Watch Wolfley. will get one before uh, Al McCoy. Uh, travesty. I'm all in on that. For Wolfley? Wolfley, <laughs> Wolfley having a statue is awesome. <laughs> He's kind of got his own statue. He's got <laughs> this would be so cartoonish. <laughs> Dripping with blood. Dopey, weird cartoon of some... It just titled it Blood Farmer. That's all you'd have to title it. <laughs> a statue of the Basinonians gave me. <laughs> what anyway. is that word? Yeah, it's the basin. We're I, all Basinonians. I don't know. Word? Look, just let him fly now. <laughs> he's going for a thing. Anyway, Al McCoy is the he's a god and it's down to me. So, I know I'm a little off, John, but is a sexual position named after Al? Can that be something? <laughs> the Shazam? Yeah, it's when it's you, already, you dry finger there. somebody. Yeah. You, you put some. It's an, we came up with that years ago, and it's Alma. And you know what, Al McCoy inspired that. I said it when uh, my, uh, that girl who the, you know the Brian Adams girl, she was into the back door stuff. Shazam. I didn't know anything about it, and she did not lube up or anything else. But she went middle finger right into my honey hole, and I think I said the word Shazam <laughs> from downtown. I went right into Al McCoyisms. Whoa, brother! Either, do you like it? No. Start crying. I was. I did. <laughs> well, that was to Brian Adams. That was the same <laughs> night. No, it wasn't to that. Oh, you've done it again. You son of a bitch. <laughs> that was later. <laughs> the same night that she shazammed me, though, she decided to take a taste. And that's when I started to cry. <laughs> I did. I love you. I wasn't. It wasn't a love cry. It wasn't a love cry. It was a. This is awful cry. When your knees are touching your shoulders as a man, and there's hands on your thighs, you know when you're laughing so hard, you can't fight back? It's a lot like that when there's a salad going on. <laughs> you got no fight in your body. And I didn't like it at all. And a tear rolled down my cheek. At least five or six pages written in that five-pocket mead. Oh, oh, there was a lot. Well, that I dodged a lot of chatter about that. Just to, we didn't bring it up again. I found out I didn't like it. And then she plagiarized this as a letter to me. I know the words. This is a song. Anyway, shut up, Brian Adams. This guy says, can we get a Dave Pratt statue in front of KUPD? Just a 20-foot dick? <laughs> yeah, I'd, be, I'd be all for that. Too big. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not on him. Oh, just an actual 25-foot okay, dick. Gotcha. Just a big crank hanging In honor out of Pratt. <laughs> All right, buddy. And we unveil it, and it's just a big, veiny wang. Here you go, Pratt. I promise Katie KB would get too excited, yeah, but we can't do true. that. <laughs> They'd be just spinning on it. 
<laughs> anyway. Should be the opposite. Should be a little gnome in our little garden over there. A little Pratt gnome? Yeah. I'll just take a huge in the parking lot and we'll bronze it. Okay. Star Worldwide. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Worldwide pants. Whatever you are. I don't know. Loser. Anyway. Can't stand that guy. Uh, what do you got in the big board of musical treats over there, Bert? Uh, it is wake-up song time, and it's, of course, brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Weather is becoming amazing, and it is now time to hit the trails. And Action Ride Shop's a place to go. You need to pick up a bike. You need that bike serviced. they got the best wrenches in town. You need the accessories. they got it all. ActionRideShop.com, or just go visit them over there on Gilbert Road in Southern. Uh, on the list, Sepultura, uh, Corey Taylor's culture head for everything that's going on nowadays. Uh Primus, ACDC, Lamb of God, After the Burial, Anthrax, Lou Reed, Walking the Wild Side, uh, Skindred, Mudvayne, Mastodon. <laughs> That's for the Bud Light cans. Yeah. I see what they did there. Chimera, uh, Disturbed. Yeah. You know, I don't know when we're supposed to do it, but we're about to hit two huge concert announcements this morning. You can announce morning. the first one. We can announce them both. Foo <laughs> Fighters are coming. Not supposed to. I don't care. And uh, uh, Avenged Sevenfold, Sevenfold, but not together. No, no, no. Two different shows. Yep. And, uh, Did you not have the info? Not in front no. of me. Foo Fighters are coming here, and everybody was October like, oh, I thought they weren't going to tour. I thought they weren't going to do anything. Nobody knows the answer to the question you're all asking, so let's just be happy. That and we're not allowed we're, we're not supposed to ask. Her. I'm happy they're coming around. Event Sevenfold, Talking Stick Resort Amphitheater, October 8th, with special guests falling in reverse. Tickets go on sale this Ooh. Friday at 10 a.m. at 98kupd.com. And then the Foo Fighters, i got details on that one, too. Hang on. Now, last time we had a lot of concert announcements this good, COVID happened. Remember the March and April we were supposed oh, to have yeah. in 2020 with Rage, Pearl Jam, Foo Fighters? Yeah, and then COVID happened and shut down the greatest run. We're doing it again. We've got show. I mean, these shows coming starting in a couple of weeks. People are excited about U-Fest. That thing's getting crazy sales. Well, we got, you know, Godsmack coming and then all these other bands that are on. The Chili Peppers will be here. You got... Uh, Nickelback, don't forget about that. But you got Guns N' Roses, Metallica. This is all around the same time. So both of these shows are the same week. Foo Fighters, Talking Stick Resort Amphitheater, October 3rd. General on sale begins Friday at 10 a.m. at 98kpd.com as well. So okay. Avenged Sevenfold and Foo Fighters, both on sale, 10 a.m. Friday, 98kpd.com. Avenged is the 3rd. The 8th. Okay, and Foo is the 3rd. Foo is the 3rd. Guns N' Roses is the 11th. Right. Of that same week. What a crazy, crazy month. That is going to be nuts. And then the month Rock-tober. before, the yeah, month it's before is Metallica. Yeah, and then September, you start September off with that. And you got Mudvayne in there, too. Yeah. And I mean, it's just... And Mudvayne's here in August, and Ghost is here September 8th. I mean, this is going to be... There's a ton of great stuff coming your way. So this is going to be fun. Maybe we should do a little... That new Avenged Sevenfold song is cool. I, I have a I third concert announcement that just came over. All right. Baby Metal and Death Clock. <laughs> well. All right. So we had two concert announcements. <laughs> October 10th at Arizona Financial Theater. All right. Hey. They're calling it the Baby Clock Tour. I like that. <laughs> well, that's what California's got those two million pills for. Right. You're on the Baby Clock. You better get your ass over there. You get 72 hours to eradicate that. We should do back-to-back wake-up songs I'm for in. the concerts. I'm all in. Avenged and a little foo. How about some White Limo? Yes. And, uh, and the new uh, Avenged song. The new Avenged song, I absolutely can't get enough of that guitar. Yeah. I think that. And his and people always ask, what happened to his voice? The singer for Avenged Sevenfolds had two surgeries. Yeah. And you can hear a difference. But uh, this song's grown on me a ton. The, the way he sings, yeah. I'm surprised it's taking this long to get them surgeries. Yeah. I mean, it's just. Oh, he's 
he's belted. insane. Yeah. But uh, yeah, White Limo is a Foo Fighters song that if you haven't, this is one of the best things. That, this thing just drives, man. So yeah, let's do it. A concert, Psyching Rock for two shows coming in October in the same week. The Foo, which I'm thrilled that the Foo's back. I heard they weren't going to be the Foo Fighters anymore. I heard they were going to change their name. Uh, since their, you know, misfortune last year. And I'm glad they're not. I'm glad the Foo's just like, you know what, let's just do this. Let's go back to back. Foo Fighters and uh, Avenged Sevenfold Nobody. This is White Limo. Concert Psyching Rock for you. Coming in October. I'm excited. It's the Foo. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.